Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach I'm your host Dave Johnson As always, glad to have you with me tonight Um but uh, we've got a lot of good things to talk about. Uh, but before we get to it, I want to send our prayers and thoughts out to Miss B.J. Coletta. Her mom has uh, had a stroke, and uh, we want to wish her the best on a good, speedy recovery and uh, uh, let her know we're, we're thinking about you uh, through these tough times. So uh, uh, good, good luck with that. Um, also, I have a uh, player joining the show tonight. Uh, from the Tri-City Thunder, Jessica Tweed. Jessica Tweed. Um, she's going to be uh, with us at about 9.15, talk about balance and playing football, being a mom of three, uh, wife as, as well, um, owning her own business, uh, just real life stuff and how she, she does it all and uh, that kind of stuff. So uh, she'll be calling in about 9.15, um, Sometime here in a little bit, Coach Mike will be calling in. Uh, we'll be talking about a lot of stuff as well. Um, there's a uh, since last week, there's a lot of good things happened uh, with us here in the Tri Cities, um, especially the team. Um, we had had a really good workout, tryout practice on on Sunday, however you want to call it. Um, it was uh, it was really a great day, uh, and and thanks to uh, Wendy and Anna Sweeney, uh, they got and the whole Sweeney family, uh, they got the local news out there uh, to do some uh, video and uh, and a couple interviews uh, with me and Jennifer about the team, first one day and another, and and uh, there's it's been a lot a lot of success. there's been over eleven thousand views of that already as well. Um, I feel like we're going to have a really, really good team this year, and uh, they got some really good footage. I've had a lot of people uh, that I haven't talked to in a really long time uh, been messaging me in the last two or three days, last couple of days, uh, telling me they've seen it, and uh, wish us the best of luck and uh, how good it looked and uh, how hard work really pays off and things of that nature. And, you know, it's always really good to hear because we we do try hard and we have worked hard to uh, get to this point um you know it, it it's always sad when you uh seem like you do everything you can for for these players and most of them don't appreciate it but to have this group of girls out there 
working as hard as, as they already are. And, um, all, all of them want the win. Uh, all of them got that uh, attitude. That, you know, they want to win, and, and a lot of things get chippy, and I, and I really, really like that. Also, we had a uh, professional photographer from Brazil. From Brazil, he also showed up and, and took a lot of good pictures and uh, things of that nature. And uh, man, we're just we're just really excited about um, what's going on here. And uh, uh, we've had a lot of new players um, by the news clip, a lot of new players, uh, things things of that nature. So. Um, it's just really been incredible. Um, it, uh, you know, it's just hard to say, hard to put in words when, because you know, you you have a you have a belief and you have a dream and you have goals and and you know you're going down that checklist and you know first and foremost you got to get a team and and when I stuff I talk you know when we start this team this will be our fifth year and you know honestly this is this year. Is when I had our year pick, it would take us five years to be able to play for a championship, um, and we we've, we've been right there knocking on the door every single year. So you know it has been a great great uh, run for this team and organization, um, and we couldn't have did it without a lot of good players, a lot of help along the way, some coaches uh, that helped get us started, and the coaches we have now. Uh, the players, you know, we, we've only got two players left from that original team. Um, we do have several left from the second-year team, um, quite a few left from la uh, the third-year team and uh, last year's team. So, um, you know, the, I always talk about great NFL teams and, and coaches and, and, you know, it's – you start to hear the word dynasty, and and you know I I know um, we're not there, but that that's what I'd like to build here is a is a dynasty. Now, you know I know there's going to be uh, there will be people calling, well, you don't play the top level football, and this that and other. Well, you're right, um, you know, and there's not everybody that's in Alabama either. Uh, they have FCS. You look at North Dakota State, they're a dynasty in that FCS. And uh, so there's different kinds of dynasties. And, and you know, you got to realize that. I, I definitely realize that. It's just like high school football. You know, what the Greenville team does here in Tennessee, they build a dynasty. Marvel, they build a dynasty. No, they're not the top class, A, 6A, or whatever it is here in Tennessee, but they built their own dynasty. And that's what we're trying to do. And we haven't put a string together of enough winning championships to, to call that a dynasty in, in my book, but that's that's always our goal. So when you're going down that checklist from, from the last uh, four years to now, we're certainly starting uh, to get a lot of these boxes checked off. Uh, and for sure, you know, the first two or three years we've done played and won a championship in three years. So we were way ahead of the curve. Of, uh, when I started, I, I honestly, I told Jennifer, you know, she went on the news and uh, her and one of the players that time. And, you know, they'd ask her, hey, what, you know, what's your ultimate goal? And, goal? and she said to play and win a championship. And, you know, and, and I said, all reality, that'd be great. But, you know, I figure it's going to take us five years 
I never dreamed it would take this uh, this long uh, because I just didn't think we would keep losing that many players each year. And th- and that's the hard part about it. I mean, each year we hear we get a lot of new girls and a lot of new girls that we're excited about. And don't get me wrong, we have some this year that I'm really, really excited about. But, I mean, you have to teach them every single aspect of the game. I mean, they've watched football, but – that doesn't mean anything, and you have to teach them all the rules, all the plays, every single thing. And man, it takes a lot uh, to do that. And uh, so we're we're definitely getting there. You know, this is just um, just another milestone for us uh, that we've gotten to. Um, this whole deal with playing this game at that stadium, uh, the whole deal with the movie situation has really. Um, you know, gotten um, gotten us a lot of exposure, and now this news has uh, has gotten us even. So uh, you know, I'm I'm glad that uh, definitely glad that we did it, and and like I said, I really can't thank uh, Anna and Wendy, especially Swinny enough. They're they're hardworking, um, you know, uh, uh, doing things that. We're not the very best at, and I say we, uh, I say me and Jennifer, um, some of this stuff's just not in our background, I guess you would call it, and, and to have them doing this stuff, it's really, uh, really helped us out. And I, I can't say that I appreciate them and, and thank them enough, along with all the help that it takes to do it and uh, all the coaches and the girls that, that play and especially these girls that have stuck through us, uh, with us from through thick and thin. Some of these girls have been on this team from the from the lowest to lows to the highest to highs and and you know what that's always special. And I can't say enough about those girls and and you know, I don't and some of them don't get as much credit and recognition. They're not in um what I call high profile positions and um and that's just the way it is. You know, and I hate I hate hate it for that, but they, um, you know, I, I want them to know we do um, res- respect what they did and appreciate them playing here. And and you know, it seems like every single year we get a uh, a new wave of of great players that are going to be great. And uh, you know, somehow along the way we'll lose one here and we'll lose one there, and uh, and it just that. That's the thing that's kept this team from from being that dynasty, and I and I'm being honest, and and it hurts, and and each year I say, man, if we can hold on to these girls and just girls we get each year, we would be phenomenal, and and you know like from last year's team, I think we've lost six or seven players. Well, you you think six or seven? Well, that ain't that bad. When you finish with 15 or 16, that's, that's not that good. And uh, so, yeah, and, and it's the kind of deal when you don't have the 15 or 16, they're all starters. I, you know, you say, well, you know, a lot of places, well, they have 50 players, they lost five or six. Well, I mean, what did they lose? Did they lose five starters or did they lose five players? But in this case, every single player – plays a lot of minutes and when you lose five or six or seven or whatever it was you you've lost a lot and that's that's always tough uh i don't think people 
uh, put an emphasis on how tough that really is every single year. And and almost, honestly, that's what we go through every single year from from whether it be, you know, they uh, lose interest or they get hurt or, uh, you know, we've got like the um, – fourth girl that we, you know, uh, these other teams, they'll have girls to sit out a year, have a baby, and come right back. We've had four girls uh, that that have had kids and, and never came back, and every one of them tell me the same thing, uh, but, you know, he, he never see them again. Uh, but the rest of these teams, they get them back, and they get shape, and, and they keep playing, so... I don't. I don't know. Um, you know. I always felt like that. Um, the first year we had this team, we uh, set the scoring record in in women's football or in the USWFL. I will say that I don't know about all women's football. Uh, we had a unique team, um, uh, and we set a scoring record. We went eight and zero during the regular season and and lost a heartbreaker in the in the conference game um, to go to the championship and we had the lead and the ball in the very late in the fourth quarter um, we turned it over five times all year we turned it over eight times in that one game you won't win many games doing that and uh, the team that beat us was Memphis and they were really good and physical and I. Didn't think that, uh, you know, they couldn't match up their speed and we couldn't match up to their physicality. And, and it came down to the team that made the least amount of mistakes, and, and that was them. Um, I felt like it, at that point um, with this team, we would be um, really, really well off for the for the next year. You know, I thought, man, winning does so much. We hung in hung in there all year long, played we played several games with thirteen players, one game with twelve players and, and most of them with fourteen players. And let me tell you something, that is scary, 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 scary. And it's tough and I thought, man, here if we can just hang on to these girls and add new girls to it Man, we would be good. Well, the quarterback at that time, she she wasn't as really a great quarterback, but she was a big girl. We used her to run the ball. She was our fullback quarterback. She was our defensive tackle. Was a really good defensive tackle, and uh, she could throw the ball probably fifty or sixty yards in the air. And we had some really good athletes. We had a. Um, two good running backs, and one running back would play wide receiver and had uh, two or three good wide receivers, and we'd throw it deep. And um, I thought, man, if we can just keep them, and uh, next year she gets pregnant, oh, I'll be back. We ain't seen her again. Uh, two years later, oh, I'm going to play, and then she gets pregnant again, oh, I'll be back. We ain't seen her again. Um, one of the wide receivers uh, never did uh, come back. Uh, one of them, uh, one of our really good defensive players and a, uh, probably our third best wide receiver, tore her Achilles. She never came back. Our, uh, the best running back we had, she came back, get, gets hurt, uh, tore her ACL the first series of the first game of the next year. Um, she hasn't been back, and uh, we lost a lot of linemen. And uh, each, each year, it's just it's just rebuilding. 
And, you know, it, it really is amazing. And I say it all the time. And, and I know people say, man, you can't reach around and pat yourself on the back of that thing. And I say, listen, if you, if you just can imagine what we go through each year playing these teams that, uh, you know, have all these athletes and uh, we we don't uh, – we can't match up to them, and, and I feel like one of our biggest advantages is, is what we do as, as coaches. You know, what I feel is our is our um, Achilles heel, we turn it into positive, and that's just what I said earlier. Is we get so many girls that need so much uh, work and, and learning of the game, and we just keep after it and after it and after it, and we piece together uh, a team good enough to come to compete each year so uh, you know it really is um it really is amazing so uh, I, i'm proud of these girls like i said i'm happy for every player that we have on this team right now um no doubt I, I'm, I'm glad they're here so uh so grateful that they come to play this organization um and i can't say thanks enough to them really uh uh, have a, a lot of respect for these girls that uh, have played from from the get go of this organization, and from each year that they joined here to keep coming back. Because, like I said, they played from the highest to highs, and uh, they've been on the team from the highest to high to the lowest to low. So it's uh, it's been it's been a great uh, fun ride with this organization, and and like I said thing that we're getting to now is, is something that um, I'm really proud of to say when you start out you put you set a big goal and picture for yourself and you don't know if you'll ever get any of those boxes ever checked off and we've definitely checked a lot of those off and, and keep heading in that direction so uh, for all the girls that are that are uh, currently on this Tri-Cities Thunder team, I personally want to thank every, every one of you for uh, sticking it out and, uh, you know, being being uh, willing to go the extra mile. You know, a lot of these girls come from other places and say, wow, you know, we come one time and, wow, that's the way things should be done. And then, you know, some of these girls come, oh, I can't play there. You know, these guys are these guys are tough to play for. Well, you know, what's odd is I, I didn't mean that went to a basketball game last night. This is so funny is the guy sitting beside us. He, we went to watch Mary Hughes play. My nephew plays on that team. My brother helps coach it. And this guy we didn't know from Adam. The other team is, is thrashing Mary Hughes like a drum. They got the best player on the floor uh, on uh, on their team, and this coach is all up in this guy. I mean, the best player, he's all up in. He calls a timeout, grabs him up by the jersey and pulls him over, and, and guy says, man, I can't stand mean coaches. Can you? I said, oh, yes, I love them. I love them. He looked at me. I said, that's why they're winning. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm from that old school, and, and all these girls will tell you that. But they'll also tell you, uh, with, without us and our attitudes, we wouldn't have a chance of winning either. So uh, thanks to all you girls. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Miss Jessica Tweed is uh, finally going to join us. Miss Tweed, you on there? Hey, Coach. I'm at the drive-thru at the park getting kids medicine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I... Uh, 
Thanks for joining us tonight, and uh, appreciate you coming on. And uh, um, a lot of people, you know, don't know um, about, you know, well, a lot of people don't know about women's football, period. But um, we're starting to get the word out there little by little. Um, how is, is this your third year playing, for sure? Yes. So, Tell tell us. I mean, I mean, I have. I mean, I've been around, and I I know what it takes. But tell tell the, the people listening and and all that what it really is like to to play football, full contact football. Have be a mom of, of two boys and a girl, which all three like to play sports. To to be a wife to uh, a guy that loves outdoors, loves horses, loves to hunt. Um, also, you own your own business. Um, you know, we hear all the time, and, and you hear it as much as I do, is that people, oh, I love to play. I don't have time. Um, tell, tell us just how how does that work? Um, well, it's hectic, um, but we love it. It's something you want to do. If you want to do something, you're going to make time for it. And uh, you know, like you've said before, you hear it, hear it all the time. But people just make excuses. You've got to just make time for everything. Yeah, you have to make sacrifices. Like it's nine twenty at night. I'm just now picking up my son's medicine um, because we had practice today. You know, not a mandatory practice, but we wanted to get some extra work in. You know, my kids were there. They got right in there with us but you know life's hard sometimes um you know I get up take them to school I have my salon you know I do hair I have to stop and go back and get them and then you know they play sports they're in basketball I actually coach basketball and you know plus we're playing football and I have to cook and clean and pay bills and and run and I have a family other than my kids you know so it's hard um but it's worth worth it all to me it keeps me going and and uh gives me something to look forward to that's for sure yeah and and in all honesty i mean too you're you're married to to a good guy that you know that supports you in it i know at times you know it, they get over these these mates i won't just say men but, you know but these mates a lot of times get overlooked by um you know, there is so little time um, in there, especially in your situation, being a mom, a coach, a, a wife, and a, and a salon owner, um, all that stuff. You know, a lot of that stuff, I mean, to be able to to do all that, to, to have your family and, and your immediate family with your husband and your kids, they're blessing to to play and and for you know them to see have get joy and and uh, see you out there on the field and and you're exactly right we had a a workout tonight in which all but uh, well your oldest boy and your husband was was out there uh, interacting as you know we got a little scrimmage together amongst ourselves and that's the great thing um, you know about this this is the one thing about football that that I love the most. Oh yeah, definitely. They um you know, they look up to me and no matter what it is that I'm doing, 
people don't realize how much your kids look up to you. And, you know, they have sacrificed a lot for me to play. Um, You know, my second year, I was so excited about my first year that I got to play. Of course, I wanted to come back. But as a mom, you know, you make sacrifices of of your own. You know, sometimes you're taking a shower at, at midnight because you've had to do everything else. And, you know, I was just going to sacrifice me getting to play football because, you know, I wanted my boys and, you know, and my little girl to be able to play softball and baseball. And that's the season that our football is in, you know, it's that our games are on the same days that they would be playing, you know, on a Saturday. And, um, you know, I told them, I was like, well, you know, I won't play this year and, you know, I'll let y'all play and, you know, I'll coach you and stuff, which I, I love softball. I actually quit playing softball. I've, since I was in, I guess, third grade, I've played every year, and I'm almost 34 years old. And when I started football, I gave up softball because that's my love. I didn't realize it until I started playing, but I never thought I could give up softball. And so my kids, you know, I told them, I said, I, will, I won't play this year so you can play. And they were like, oh, no, Mama, please, you've got to play. We love to watch you. You know, they get out there on that field. They carry the flags. They put our the thunderhead on that horse head and run around, and they love it. That to, For us to be able to play on that pro field has got them tickled to death, and not just my kids. You know, I hear my dad bragging on me. My daughter plays football, you know, and, and I guess that that just – makes you just it's just a makes you feel proud you know and it it makes you makes your drive go a little more and and people say that you can't do something it makes me want to do it even even more you know well you know and speaking of and i I wrote some stuff down here to to talk about and you touched on one um and we and i want to get to this titan stadium but for for real, you, you came here as a rookie. Um, this group of girls, we didn't play near as tough a schedule as what we played last year, but we, you know, we sort of stumbled a lot along the way. Actually, if you know, uh, I'm I'm a realist, and, and you know that I would never, and I'm a kind of modest guy that I'm not going to say, hey, we went out there and blew everybody out. I mean, we really struggled in a lot of games to. To win those games, but we really uh, down the stretch pulled it together and and really did uh, play two amazing games in that playoff. You know, in the playoff game and the championship game. So your rookie year, we end up winning the championship, and then last year we fell. You know, six points shy of it. Um, so you've been through the the best of times and the worst of times. Tell tell me what that. Uh, men like for you? Oh, my. That first year, um, they've got a, a, a picture of me and my oldest son that's 16. Um, we had just won, and we had went through and told it the other team, you know, good game and stuff, and I turned around and was walking back toward our sideline, and it just like, I can't explain the emotion that hit me. I've I've been in, you know, state championships in softball, and we've won all kinds of stuff in basketball and school. And, you know, I've played sports my whole life. But being, let's see, I guess I was 32 years old, being somewhere around there, being a 32-year-old mother with three kids, and we just won the national championship, you know, I I just was overwhelmed with emotion. And someone caught 
um, a picture of me. I turned around smiling, but then just tears just welled up in my eyes. And then, of course, my son comes up, and he's taller than me, and gives me a, goes to give me a hug, and they caught that. And that was just raw emotion. I can't – it's so hard to even put into words. You just have to see that picture, you know, and it just – it meant the world to me. My kids were so proud, you know, my husband, my family, my dad, I thought he was just going to have a stroke. He was so happy. And, and it was just, it was just such an accomplishment. It's something that I never thought I would ever experience. And then to get to pick out a ring that weighs like 20 pounds and you can't even wear it because it's so heavy, a championship ring, you know, it was amazing. It was just pure excitement. I don't think I slept at all that night. And, um, you know, and then, of course, last year at the championship game, um, we played a good team. I mean, it was it was neck and neck but all the way, and we just – we fell short, and it was heartbreak. I mean, I felt like I lost my, my lifetime horse, you know, my best friend, my dog. You know, I just felt like someone was kicking me in the gut and got kicked right in the throat, and I couldn't swallow. You know, it was really, really hard. You know, I had tears that day. I tried to suck it up until we got off the field, but – you know, when I got in that locker room, man, it was it was rough. I mean, we just couldn't do nothing but, you know, just think about every single play, what could I have done better, what did I do wrong. And each each of us had that raw emotion of losing on our shoulders. We each felt like it was our fault. Even though, you know, you win as a team, you lose a team, you think of every single thing that you could have done, that you should have done. And, of course, you know, I think it was good for, for me to experience that. You know, you, you had that high win in that first year, and you, oh, I want that other ring to even out that hand. And then, bam, you know, you take a hit and you just lose by six, and that was gut-wrenching. I mean, I felt like I let y'all down. I felt like I let my family down. But, you know, you you just got to shake it off. And this year we're coming back stronger. I'm working harder. Yeah, I'm older, but, you know, it just makes me want to work harder, work on everything that I didn't know, and, and every time I, I hit the field, whether it's practice or a game, I want to learn something new. I want to play better than I did five minutes ago. So it, it was definitely raw emotion with both both games, and it was a high that you'll, you can't explain and a low that just sucks. <laughs> well, well, just think of this. You, you've played this is going to be your third year. Um, you've actually been in, in two championship games, and we won one. And, and unfortunately, um, we we actually had the momentum and, and uh, all that. I mean, listen, I, I, I don't sugarcoat stuff, and you know I don't. Um, if, if we played that team, we played them three times, and they beat us three times. Um, we played them ten times. That particular team, with the team we had on the field, they probably beat us nine or ten times. But I'm going to tell you something. We had a game plan um, for, for them and for ourselves. And right up until the that game, we worked our game plan to perfection because they had run all over us with that running back that's really good. And we didn't – I'm not going to say we took her away. We shut her down. But for what she – the numbers she usually puts up, we did a good job of, of keeping her grounded, I will say that. Uh, our game plan worked to perfection, and, and just the fluke play um, at the end got us. Um, so you you played in, in, in two championships. Just imagine this. There, there are girls out there, um, you don't know them, but me and Jennifer know girls that have played women's tackle football for 20 years. 
and have never come close to even playing in a championship. Can can you just imagine that? I mean, you just stop and think of that for one minute. How fortunate, you know, you really are to to have played two and and won one when when these girls in twenty years have only played in one playoff game and lost that. Just just think what how lucky you really are. Oh yeah, definitely. It's. You know, for me to just be walking around the the fair that day, and my cousin running up to me, telling me, "Hey, there's a there's a, a women's tackle football team up here that's recruiting players. You've got to go talk to them." You know, I never expected anything to this, you know, to this magnitude. I've never, I never expected it. Even at the first practice, I asked you, and I told you today. You know, I was like, "Hey, coach." Remember at first practice, I asked you what a pylon was? You know what I'm saying? You may watch football your whole life, but the little things that you don't realize that you don't know is kind of embarrassing. You know, y'all taught us so much. And, you know, we're we're blessed to have good coaches, and we're blessed to have people that really work hard for us to 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 get us out there, to get us in this league. You know, I mean, obviously, y'all's league, you know, but we have – there's amazing players that we're playing against. This isn't just somebody that we're running over, you know, 90 to nothing. It's This last year was a fight every game. I mean, they are some amazing athletes in women's football that people don't even realize. You know, it's it's just – we're just very lucky. We're very blessed to have amazing players on our team, to play against good players, to where – Every year, every time we play against each other, you know, we're getting better. And so I cannot imagine playing as long as, as some of these people, you know, have played. If I, You know, I like to win. I'm like you. I don't like to lose. I don't take losing well. Um, no matter what it is that I'm doing, if it's Monopoly, you know, I don't care what it is. I want to win. I tell my kids, you know, you do your best. You try your hardest. But – you know, there should be always a goal, and I don't understand how people can just stay stagnant like a pond, you know. I feel like each each time you're on the field, you know, what did we do wrong last year? So I don't see – I don't know. I, I just feel like it would be hard to keep, to keep taking loss after loss and never get there. I just feel like recruit more, practice harder, and, and make it to there, you know, like – like you said, we are blessed and, and we are lucky to get to go there. But, you know, I just I feel like if we would never have one, you know, if I come on and, and we never got to go to the championship, I just feel like that's something that you, that, that light at the end of the tunnel that you just got to keep reaching for. I just, to me, I can't take no for an answer. And that's the type of players I want on my team and, um, you know, and my coaches too, you know. And obviously y'all are like that. So we're perfect fit. <laughs> Well, you just think that the losses that we had last year, when you think of this, we lost to a team the first game that we should have won. We had the lead, a pretty good lead, uh, which was a Division Two team, which played in a Division Two championship that had the Division II uh, Defensive Player of the Year, had the Lineman of the Year, and the Rookie of the Year, Okay. Then we lost to to um, uh, the team up in Lansing, Michigan, Capital City Savages, which had the MVP of the league on their team. Yeah. And then we lost in the championship in two games during the regular season, which had the rookie of the year 
and the offensive MVP on their team. So it wasn't like we were – now, we didn't play, um, you know, a couple of those games. We were just better. Uh, well, I'm going to say this. The, the game we played at – the game we played at home, the last game, um, they outplayed us. Uh, we come out flat, didn't play good. We found a way to win that game. Uh, the rest of those games – we we went out and won. Uh, we didn't just luck into. Um, right. But these teams that beat us were really, really good, had really, really good players on it. Uh, we've never seen that as a whole uh, throughout any season that, that we had played before. Um, but you know what? It, you know, it, that old song, What Does Kill You Makes You Stronger, um, it, it, it does if, you know, you can keep the right mentality, and and we have we have sure did that. We've added a lot of new pieces to this puzzle. Um, I feel like, um, you know, and even yourself today, I'm gonna have to work harder. There's better players on this team than ever before, and, and the playing time is gonna be ever been, and, and, you know, you hit the nail on the head, you're going to have to work hard. Just uh, showing up and, and being a body is not going to cut it this year because we have more players and because more of those players are really good. Um, you have to work hard, and that's what, you know, you just said it to yourself. You can't be stagnant. You have to get better, and you have to change stuff. And, and you know, we went really um, well um, between me Mike. He, he reached out to him, but me and him talked freely, and, and he really recruited hard on, the you know, social media and went after a lot of these girls and have, has got them in here. And, uh, you know, we're not satisfied. To me, you know what, I, I, most people – when you when you talk to people and, and they say, man, how many years you have your team? And I say four. Um, well, how's it going? How's your record? And I say, well, we're, you know, 37 and 9, I think, is our record in four years. Well, that is great, you know. And I'm thinking, well, it's okay, you know. And, and uh, we did what? You win any championship? Yeah, we played three, one, one, lost two. Well, man, that's great. And you know what? It ain't great. We, we should win all three. You know what? We should we should have four. I'll be honest with you. I feel like that this team, this organization, I will say the team because each year the team is different, but I really feel like this organization is just a player two a player or two and a play or two away from having four rings in four years. That's how good our organization has been with doing what it takes each year to get back to that milestone. Um, and and you hit the nail on the head. If you can't be stagnant, you know, we talked about, hey, as soon as that game was over, we're saying, hey, here's what we've got to do to get better. We've got to get this. We've got to get that. And we went out and did it, you know, and, and we're still working on it. We're nowhere near where we need to be. Uh, we're still hunting players, um, you know, for certain positions. And uh, we're going we're going to get back there. And and that's what a lot of people, and, I, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn. I don't and people say, well, you break your back, pay yourself on the back. But that's where we work hard as team owners and coaches, and I think that most, a lot of people appreciate it. 
But a lot of people just don't appreciate it because it doesn't happen on all these other teams out there. And, uh, you know, they just don't know how lucky lucky they are to to play for this team or organization. And uh, that gets hard to swallow sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's just like, you know, just I guess to us, you know, y'all are kind of like our parents. You know, we look up to you and um, – and it's kind of like having ungrateful children, you know. I just, I'm sure, to me, I'm just a butthole, I guess, and, and I, I'm used to parenting, so I kind of take that role, I guess, in the team and, you know, the back-talking or sassing or, you know, ungratefulness just kind of reminds me of a child. And, and, and like you said, you know, I, that bothers me because I realize, you know, I realize what could be, and, and I'm a realist, and I, I look at the world, and, you know, I see people, and I feel their pain, or, you know, I might look at this team, I'm like, man, if they just had, if they just would come play with us, and, you know, Dave and Jen could help them with this, or, you know, or Coach Mike could do this, or, you know, and there's just, they, some people just don't, like you said, some people don't realize how good we have it, and the knowledge, and, you know, not everybody's meant to be a coach and or a teacher. You know, not everyone can teach somebody something. You know, it's hard for me to sit down and, and work with my 8-year-old on her math because they've changed it so much. But, you know, I wasn't meant to be a second-grade teacher. You know, but it, it may come to something that I really love. And and like like y'all, you know, you can just, you can just break it down for us in, in words that we can understand and, and show it to us and, it's so much easier to catch on. And, you know, there's other coaches that just talk circles around you or don't know how to coach a female. You know, I'm sassy, and a lot of us are. And you come at us the wrong way, we're going to snap back. I mean, not that we're disrespectful, but, you know, you've told me before how hard it is, and you just have to learn as a coach to deal with females. And especially hard-headed, strong females, strong-willed females. So, you know, I respect y'all, you know, downright out, and you know that I'll go to bat for you any time. And, you know, I really want our team to, to be thankful. And, you know, anybody that's in this organization, they don't understand the the work that y'all put in. So, you know, we appreciate y'all. And I, I'm going to go ahead and say for the Thunder team, you know, we appreciate y'all. And I'm, I'm sure grateful for all you do because, I mean, my, you know, my world's different than what it was three years ago. You know, my first year as my rookie year, during the off season, you know, we would be practicing and stuff. But, you know, I had to have rotator cuff surgery. So when I came back, you know, it was, you know, having to work hard to get back into it and get that arm working. And, and I'm glad I did. You know, I played with a broke thumb, a broke pinky. You know, I still have to have the brace on my left hand because of my thumb. But, um, you know, I have a rotator cuff surgery coming up again on my left shoulder, but I don't use that as an, as an excuse. I just get right back out there and, you know, I have something to work forward to. I'm not going to be out for 10 weeks and lose my position because, like you said, we have some good players. And not that I don't want them to play, but I love to play. You know, I want to win. So if they're better than me, then, yes, put them out there because I want to win. But I want to be part of that winning team and I want to be on that field. So, 
you know, it hurts to get out there sometimes and play. I'm old. I'm in the dirty 30s, and it hurts to get out there and play. And I'm tired from standing on my feet and doing hair and running kids and this and that, but I still have to do it. I have to get out here and run a couple of miles at my house or work out with my kids or dance or stay moving, you know, when you're in your 30s, it's not as easy it is when you're in your 20s. And, you know, we've talked about it before. Some some of these younger girls just don't understand that if they would just put a little bit more work in into what they're doing, that how much they could rise above and how what star athletes they could be just shining, you know, and they just they take for granted good coaching. They take for granted a good team. They take for granted their age and their ability that if they would just, you know, just take it all in, man, what a team we could have. I don't, I believe that there's no team that could beat us if everybody would work to the best of their ability. I mean, not saying that we're better than every single person. I just think all of us as a whole, if everybody's given their all, there's no way. Uh, And, and you can call me big headed if we want. I know what we work with every day and I'm proud of our team. I just, I just wish some of these young girls would just take into their heads, you know, I'm young, I've got a body that heals quick, and I can be the best me that I can be. And they just got to put that work in. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you, I've got two two questions for you here, and I'll, I'll let you go here in a second. But we actually seen a guy last night that has coached boys, basketball for a long period of time and has coached girls basketball for a long period of time. Um, He's fresh off of winning a state championship, um, come close several times, but never got got it done and and got it done last year. And we talked to him. Well, I know him. I went to school with him and stuff. But, you know, and we were talking to him last night, and, and he was just, you know, congratulations to us about every, all these accomplishments and things going on, like you said, with this news and the movie and playing in that stadium. And he said, you know what? He said, they not only, he said, man, if y'all did a great job. He said, but most people can't coach women. I mean, he, this guy coached them for a long time. And he said, but you know what? I, now, I, I, that's all I want to coach. He said, I'd much rather coach these girls than I would these boys. But he said, most people can't coach these women. I said, well, you know, the one of the greatest satisfactions that I get, and I talked about before you joined us, is, is one of the greatest satisfactions of starting this team and you set all these goals and you're checking off these boxes is you do not know how many times before we ever got the second player. We had the first one, which was Jennifer. Before we ever got the second player, these people were telling me, you'll never be able to do it. You'll never be able to do it. You'll never be able to do it. Women do not want to be held accountable. Women do not want a male coach in their ear challenging them. They do not want to hear this. They don't want to hear that. You'll never have a team. You'll never, ever be able to have a team. You don't know, and you don't know how much that drives me to. I'm I'm like you. You tell me something. I can't do something. Oh, I'm going to do it. Now, I, I will say this. It has been a struggle in their defense. With what they've seen before, yes, it's been a struggle. And I understand what kind of struggle that's been. 
But let me tell you something. And there has been bookies of girls come through this program that, yes, they can't take that. And, yes, they have moved on, and it is their loss. But I'm here mm-hmm. to tell you. The the girl, most of the girls on this team, the ones that have been here through thick and thin, would would fight you over me. The ones that hate me, they're gone anyway. You you know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. who who cares? You, you know what I'm saying? Who cares? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's there's a lot to be said um, of being able to coach what now. I, I just, you know what, I'm I'm real with them. Now, I, you know me, I get upset. I hold every single person accountable on and off the field just like I do myself. I hold myself accountable. And, and I'm going to challenge you at every corner, and I'm going to be on you at every corner. Every single person, they know that. But I'll tell you this. Without me, how much winning is going to happen, you know. I look at it that way I, because I hold them accountable. That's what makes them better. That's what makes them great. And they all know at the end of the day that I'm going to do whatever for them. You know what I mean? So that's, that's the one thing that, I that you know, I, I'm proud of stuff when guys make that um, comments to me, man. Not only have you did a great job, but you did a lot of things that most people can't do, and that's coach women and, you know, teach them stuff that they've been told they could never do for years. And, uh, you know, when I hear that, it, it does make me excited. And so um, I, I was, uh, you know, it it really stokes the fire up. So that, that was a good uh, good conversation last night. Two questions for you I got, now. I'm going to let you go. First of all, tell me, you know, I look back, we're talking about the Dirty 30 Club here. Um, most most of our plays last year, I'm going to say out of all the plays offensively, defensively, that nature, 75% of the plays on our team were made from from the girls in the Dirty 30. Tell me uh, what, what it actually means to, you know, you girls that, that do have some age on you over these other girls that do have the family uh, that you have. Uh, when when you see so many of these young girls come and go that have nothing to do and just piss it all away, tell, tell me what it means to you to, to be part of the team and, and be in this, I call it an elite club, because you girls have sure been elite. Well, it just it's it's pride, you know. Of course, I take pride in it, but you know, it also bothers me. It just it, it and I've told you that before. I'm like, man, she could be so good if she would just do this. If she just put a little bit into it, you know. And they don't have anything to do. Some don't even have jobs. And I'm thinking, you don't have time to come to practice, like. You know, and, and I'm just thinking, what is their life going to be like whenever, you know, they get out and, and working and not ever, like, they're just, like you said, we're just, they're just, they're okay with being stagnant in their life. No, no, up, no goal, you know, not wanting to be the best you, not necessarily, I'm not the best player on the team. I'm not the best player in the league, but I want to be the best me that I can be. I want to be better than I was. So it really bothers me, you know, that they're, like you said, peeing their life away or just their talent and you know, everything else. So, you know, it really it really bothers me. But it also makes me proud because, you know, all of the Dirty 30 and some of the older players, you know, I think we've really been through life and, 
and 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 realize how hard it is and you have to work for what you want in life no matter what it is whether it's a championship or um, buying a house or a car or you know moving up in your job everything you do you got to work for you can't just half do something so it really bothers me that that these young girls you know they can get hit and then just shake it off tomorrow they ain't sore but guess what tomorrow I'm going to be sore even though I work out constantly it's just I'm getting older, you know, and but it does. I'm very proud. I have a lot of pride for for what all of us have done, and and I hope to keep playing until I'm 50. I may not be able to, maybe even older, but you know, I'm going to play to the best of my ability and hope my ability gets better every year, every day. And I just wish that that these young girls that have such talent will just. Just hopefully take us take us as leaders, you know, follow us in our footsteps. We're not trying to be mamas to them, but just see us. I hope that at least one of those girls see us working and trying our best and seeing that we're putting everything that we have into it, and maybe they might take that. Even if it's just one girl at a time, you know, I really hope that somebody sees, man, they're doing it. I can do it. I can be better than them. I'm younger. I'm stronger. I'm faster. You know, I really just want everybody to give their all no matter what age. Right. Well, it you know it certainly is a um, a lot of you girls can play for forever because the one thing you know um, is is like Jennifer. Of course, you know each year we all get older, but she has gotten smarter and more knowledge. And and even though we, no matter how much we won't admit it, and the pro guys even don't want to admit it, your skills diminish a little each year. Uh, now, we have seen girls, and you have too, play into their 50s, and, and we're really good players. Um, but, you know, each year, and I'll, and I'll tell you, and you hit the nail on the head, and I tell Jennifer and, and um, Tanya and, uh, and a lot of these girls, hey, you're getting older, you've got to get in better shape every year. You have to be in better shape than you've ever been each year. Um, so um, you, you girls really um, represent our team well. I, I mean, I'm not going to give the, the, just the Dirty 30 Club all the credit, but they – uh, carried the the load. I mean, we had certain girls that got hurt last year that usually carried the bulk of the load uh, that couldn't and didn't. And, and uh, you know, it was just amazing that we had a lot of really, really good players over the age of 30. So um, that that means a lot to me. Uh, the next question, and it, and it goes back to this Titan Stadium, how, how did it make you feel and what did it really mean to you the, the day I told you all that we had this uh, great opportunity to, to go play in Titan Stadium? Man, I thought she was pulling our leg. <laughs> I, there's no way. that That's something we would never – you know, yeah, we're women's football, yeah, you know, we're getting bigger, whatever, but seriously, like, my mouth is still on the ground. I am just ecstatic. I have sold as many tickets as I possibly can. I have talked to everybody in the world. You know, you see me on social media every single day. I know people's probably getting tired of it, but I am I, I can't believe it. Now, you know, I would really be happy if the Cowboys was playing that day because, you know, that's the dream team right there. But I'm pretty excited. I, like, I, you know, you said in that interview with WCYB that, um, you know, all of you've dreamed of playing in a pro stadium your whole life. You play, you, you went through high school playing, you know. People go into college just 
hoping to get there one day, we get to do that. And, you know, my dream is by the time that my eight-year-old daughter is, is, you know, in her 20s, that she will be able to play on a professional football team and get paid for it, you know, like the WNBA. I really, I really truly believe that if we keep on pushing and we have people like you all and, you know, we have people like um, the uh, the people, our film crew, you know, um, I can't even Sweeney's, you know. We, we the have Sweeney's, them. yeah, the Sweeney's. Sweeney's you know, we have all of them rooting for us and pulling for us. And, you know, the more people here, they're like, wow, women's football team? You know, and then when they see us play, they're like, I wouldn't have known y'all were women. You know, we, we had no idea. If we would have just seen it and didn't seen your hair or, or, you know, didn't know that you were women, we would have never known. So to get the respect and for them to reach out to us is just absolutely it's a dream. It, I still kind of feel like all of this is a dream. I can't believe it's happening. I'm so grateful. And, you know, and, and I want to go ahead and add to that first question. I know that we're saying, um, you know, I see girls that are younger than us and, 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 you know, they don't work. And I'm not saying that about everybody because, I mean, obviously one of our MVP, MVP players on our team, she's amazing. I mean, we're like, oh, we want to be like Caitlin. You know what I'm saying? Like, my dream is to be like Caitlin because she's amazing. She works hard. She's a natural athlete. She works hard. She doesn't just have to do anything. Everything she does, she gives her all for. And she's a young girl. You know, she's putting herself through school. Um, you know, she she just works hard. And, and not just Caitlin. There's so many other girls that work hard. You know, Haley and um, Smiley. We, we have a lot of younger girls, which I think Smiley's in the Dirty 30 now. But, you know, a lot of younger girls that do work hard. And, and, and we don't, you know, we, we want them to know we're thankful for them and we know the work they put in. But, but you know, some of the girls I'm talking about is some of the girls that's not even on our team anymore. Um, you know, they had it. It was right there. They just let it slide through their fingers. They just have so much talent that if they would just put a little, even half the effort that the 30, you know, the older girls are putting into it, even half the effort that some of our star younger players are putting into it, man, their talent would just shine. And it's just, it's a waste. They don't know what they're missing. And, you know, I'm I'm so happy about the future. I'm so excited about, you know, our new players. Um, I'm just, I'm really excited this year. Um, I, I really, I'm happy. And I just, I don't know, I'm just talking in circles because I can't even explain it. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you something else to make you happy. This this guy that, that I was telling you that coached Hannon for a long time, he he watched the the news clip and and he he said of the linemen and and well everybody but it showed the linemen that showed you receivers and then running back and the quarterback he said man he said I'm telling me Dave if I did not know that was your team and they were women I'd never know that they were women um, and and to me and I, and to me and and listen a lot of these girls might take offense to that. But if, if they're real, we all know women are not as fast, they're not as strong, they're not as big, blah, blah, blah. We all know that. We, this, we're not trying to make any any points there. Right. But to have somebody to say that really, really means that you're doing things right and, and headed in the right direction. Um, you know, Mike had y'all uh, run 
running those routes and breaking down and, and, and catching the ball. And he says, man, let these girls move. And, you know, the quarterback and running back getting that ball. And, and the lineman was driving the sled down the field just like it, you know, wasn't nothing. He said, I'm telling you, if I didn't know those were women, he said that you, you would never know. And, and that's, you know what, that that right there should make every um, – because you got an outsider. I ain't going to say the guy don't know nothing about football because he coached football. Uh, but he's not – football is not his major love. Um, you know, it's basketball. And, and to say that from an outsider, I mean, I see it, and I say it all the time. But, you know, to see somebody else say it and, – and by the way, you know, we've had – I can't, I'm telling you, I can't tell you how many people have come up to me, man, hey, I've seen the interviewer send me a message, you know, hey, man, y'all did, y'all doing a great thing. People that I haven't seen or even heard of in years, you know, and that definitely, you know, makes you, makes you feel good. And, you know, people last night at the game coming up to me and Jennifer, hey, we, Y'all on this team, we seen y'all on the news. Y'all both did a good job of speaking. And, um, you know, the first time they interviewed either one of us, we were so nervous we couldn't even speak, you know. So yeah. we've come a long way, and uh, this team has came a long way. And, uh, you know, I, I couldn't be more excited for for you girls. And uh, so um, – we're we're happy, Jessica. I appreciate you uh, calling in and and spending uh, some time with us and and uh, a lot of these people get to know you. I'm gonna try to have a lot of different girls on uh, till we get started. But uh, I appreciate the hard work and the time for you calling in uh, tonight. All right, I appreciate you, Coach. We'll see you on Sunday. Okay, thank you. All right. All right. Jessica Tweed, she's a member of the Tri-Cities Thunder. Um, we were talking about, she was talking about the tickets. Um, we are selling tickets to to that game. It's not just for our game on December the 30th. It's for the game versus the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. They play at uh, 1 Eastern, which is 12 Central down there. Um most likely, all the the game is going to have playoff and uh, you know intentions um, within them to themselves. Uh, probably going to be a wild card up for grabs, and uh, that's going to be a really good game. We play right after them, 15 minutes after their game ends. Uh, they want our game to start. We have tickets for sale. You can attend both games for thirty dollars. Um, the that's half price of face value on any ticket in the stadium. Uh, to be able to go to a pro game uh, and buy a ticket for thirty bucks is is unreal. It's unheard of, and you get to go watch them play uh, plus watch us play. Uh, be a part of history. Um, it's a great deal. It's also a great deal. We've already uh, sold some tickets um, uh, for from people that want to help out this organization and the cause. And um, Wendy Sweeney and, and uh, company have, have gotten together with the uh, Vanderbilt Children's Youth Hospital, people that want to buy, uh, that can't go, but would love to be a part of it, support the organization, uh, are buying tickets. And uh, she's got it set up to all the tickets that uh, – uh, we can get like that. We're going to donate to them. So these kids just getting out of Vanderbilt Children's Hospital, 
can can go to the Titans game and watch us play as well. So, um, you know, we'd greatly appreciate um even if you you know, if you're not a football fan as much as we are or can't go, uh, you can still help out the situation. Like I said, for thirty bucks people go out here to Outback and waste thirty bucks and you don't get nothing but a piece of leather for your money. So chew on. So thirty bucks is nothing but go see a uh professional uh, football team, two of them go at it for playoff berth, and then uh, two women's uh, professional women teams uh, go at it as well. So uh, uh, anybody that would like to purchase that can uh, find us on the, on the website, Crosses Thunder Women's Football, um, all that. You can find us, uh, get in touch with us on our league, USFL, USWFL. Uh, women's uh, tackle football as well, and uh, all this you can uh, find on online. So, or you can uh, uh, reach us uh, through the Facebook pages and and that kind of stuff. So, uh, I would uh, we'd really appreciate all the help. Um, I think Coach Mike's probably still holding on there. Um, he's uh, been holding for a little bit. Um, Coach, you there? I'm here. Hey, man, hey, I appreciate you holding on there. We had Jessica Tweed on there, and uh, um, she's she's real excited. She's always excited and likes to talk like me and you, so uh, we had some great conversation with her. Yeah, she uh, she seems like she was very excited, uh, especially when she started talking about uh, the game that we're going to play here in December in Titan Stadium. Um, but that's Jessica, you know, she, she's, uh, she's excited. And when she gets going, she's, she's going. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I haven't really got to talk to you a lot uh, since this news thing came out. Um, you know, we're up over 11,000 views on this thing. Um, you know, just, man, what does, you know, what does it, and I'll ask you the same thing as her, but, Man, just putting in your own words, uh, as, you know, coach of this team and the direction, you know, that we're headed and just since you've been here and, and now I ain't gonna say we turned the curve, but we're definitely in the process of turning the curve, uh, to to really reach some of these milestones that you know, we talked about uh when you, you first came here. Um, you know, tell tell us in in your words what what this this all means well um you know i i wasn't uh here the first year and uh so we really didn't talk a lot about goals from year one all up until year five for your plan uh, but what what i've what's interesting or what's what's nice to know, what's what's the dynamic of this this organization not just the uh the team itself but the organization is is that it's it's a never quit organization i mean it's always it's always trying to progress and get better um you know uh, you know we could have i heard you mention we could have four national championships in, in four years and but we would still we'd want the fifth we want the sixth and so forth and we try to get better and we get the, the recruits in um it's an exciting time i think more now for women's football not just the, the thunder in general but for women's football because of all these big things that are happening and putting putting the sport on the map um, you know, the direction of this program is just, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, we're, we're on the right track, definitely. 
uh, I would say that we're probably just about over that bend. As far as, um, you know, the things that we we want to get, uh, uh, you know, accomplished to, to keep uh, the, the, the ship on its course for the next five, six years. Um, you know, it, it, listen, you've come so far in such a small amount of time. It's just, it, it's really unreal. Uh, and I know we've talked about it, you know, you know, a lot. Uh, but if, if you uh, can appreciate sports and if you can appreciate uh, coaching, uh, the, the distance that we've come in just the short amount of time that this team has been uh, t- together, uh, it, it's, it's amazing. Um, you know, I, I, I would say that it's rivaled. Uh, you know, it's probably there isn't. I don't think there's probably maybe one or two teams in the country that rival what this team has done. Now, listen, we don't have four championships, but for the level of talent that we have that comes in that that don't know anything about football, and for as a small market team as we are, um, you know, it's it's you can't. Uh, it's really hard to put it into words. Uh, and uh, you know, I just say watch the movie. That's all I gotta say. Watch the movie. Right. Well, you know, and I and I know there's going to be teams out there that have, have reached reached the milestones that I'm talking about um, that have did. Uh, you know, like the Utah Falcons, they're a great team. They've won a championship. They've played in other championships and got beat. But here, here's what I'm saying: to take a small market team that has no money, that has no backing, that has no tools. I mean, Mike, you know all too well yourself. You've been around football, and you've coached males, and you played football. When we played, and you, you, we had every single tool that we needed at our disposal. You know, if if you needed two pair cleats, you had two pair cleats. If you needed a different set of shoulder pads, you had shoulder pads, helmets, dummies, just anything you can think of, you had at your disposal. We have none of that stuff here. We've never had none of that stuff here. We did all this on limited amount of funds and zero backing, and our girls have paid minimal team fees, and they haven't paid as much in all the years I've had this team as some teams charge in one year. And for us to be able to do the things that we have did is just truly amazing. And I don't care who thinks I'm bragging or whatever else, but to do what we have did with what we've had to do with is is really just truly amazing. Uh, it sure it is. I mean, it, listen, uh, anybody that would sit that say, "Yeah, you're bragging," and listen, why why wouldn't you want to brag about the accomplishments that you uh, that we've done? Uh, and I say we. It's I mean, I'm gonna say you as as a team owner uh, and a league owner, uh, the accomplishments that you have done with this team, uh, with the amount of funds that are coming in. I mean, we're not, you know, we're not running to the bank every day to pull out a check uh, to buy some equipment. Um, you know, we're we're these are you know. Used equipment that we that you can find a, uh, somebody who may know somebody that has something, and this is secondhand, hand-me-down stuff. But we make it work, um, and to have the success to go along with. I mean, it truly is. Uh, it, it truly is amazing. You you cannot you cannot put into words as much as we try to, uh, and it's only going to come across as us bragging. And you know, listen, that's not a bad deal either. But you can't put into words on how difficult it is 
to do exactly what we're doing as a small market team with with a limited amount of funds. Um, you just you cannot put it into words, and you know we we do it in an injustice when we try to put it in words. Yeah, we do, and, and like I said, that's that's things that I'm that I'm most proud of, and and you know again, I, I would challenge to say that the. The first time I heard about the Utah Falcons, and I'm I'm just using them for an example because the first year, well, uh, actually the first year they had a team, I think they went undefeated and uh, they didn't play for a championship. Maybe uh, I'm not sure what reason because it's too far. But the second year they got beat by the Pittsburgh Passion in the the IWFL championship, and then the very next year. Uh, the passion went to the WFA and they won that championship. And then this past year, uh, they got beat in that best of the West thing by by the uh, Texas Elite. My my, what I'm trying to get at is here. I w- I would just about bet you that they got the same coaches. And if I'm not mistaken, those are college coaches. Uh, they probably got most of the same roster that they've had. All along. So, Mike, you've been here. This will be your fourth year. This is our team's fifth year. How much has the roster changed from year to year? And and even so this year, look at the change. Yeah, like, so, you know, the first year I was here, uh, I remember talking to you saying, hey, man, we're, we're going to, you know, if we can just build on what we got with next year, uh, you know, we're going to be better. Uh, my second year here, we did have quite a few uh, returning players. Uh, but, um, you know, it, having said that, though, everything was still was still kind of green behind uh, on the horns there, knowing of, about football. Uh, this year is, is, is the worst as far as turnover rate, as far as players not returning. Um, but it, the roster every year dwindles down more and more and more as far as returning players and starting over new. Um, and, you know, we're – it's it's it really almost feels like a college atmosphere. It's like here we are in, in, in my fourth team's fifth, and you know we would we would have had some seniors, uh, you know, and people are just leaving and leaving and leaving. So turnaround rate for us uh, for this team here in particular uh, is it, rough, um, and, and to start over uh, day one, um, and in some cases we we have to put in offenses and defenses based of what it is that we have. Uh, uh, talent-wise, not just because it's what we run all the time. And, uh, you know, you have to teach that from scratch to new personnel. Very time-consuming. It's rough. Um, but, you know, when the girls get it, it's all worth it. Right. Well, I played on the – I'm going to say this, and this is this is really um, uh, something that's amazing, is I played on in high school. Uh, I played on my freshman team. We were really, really good. Um, we only won one game, but, man, we only lost – I mean, we lost like six other games by a total of 12 points. I mean, we were really, really good. And when I tell you we were good, we – we and, you know, Dobbins, Manitown, Till, Elizabeth, and South, all those were the powerhouses around here, and and we we actually uh, were in every one of those games as a freshman. Well, by the time I'm a senior, there's only me and two other guys left that played all four years. 
and we were terrible when I was a senior. Uh, and we were still in that tough league and getting the crap beat out of us year every year. What I'm getting at is that we actually only have two players left that started on this team when when I started this team. And we found a way to to keep building and getting players in here to keep that from happening that that happened to me when I played ball. Um and and that you know, I can't say enough about those two girls and then every year the girls that can that join and, and stay on, you know, they make us that much better. But for those two girls, it, it really shows you, um, you know, what what plan means to them and and what this organization um, has meant to them and uh, what kind of leadership they bring to this team. Well, yeah, you know, you're right. The, the leadership is uh, right now it's probably – I'm sure they feel it more than they have uh, all – four years because they're the only two remaining individuals from, from year one. Um, and, you know, I'm sure you're, you know, with Jennifer and, 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 and Caitlin and, you know, listen, we, <clears throat> we recruited harder this year to bring in players that we would hope that's going to longevity for us for next, next year and years to come. Um, and, and it's not always, not always the youngest players, but it's always the, just the players that want to be a part of this program uh, that we could turn into players. Um, and I, I did hear you talking with uh, um, Jessica uh, a little bit about uh, the players that uh, were taken for granted uh, or taking this whole situation for granted, and now they're gone and they're ungrateful. And, um, you know, it, we, we've talked about it before. If all of these players would have stayed, our roster would have been, I, I mean, it's ungodly amount of players, uh, and we would have the pick of the litter. Uh, and yeah, maybe we do have four championships. Uh, you know, who knows? But um, you know, to have those uh, uh, return those players take advantage and let the opportunity slip through, and for us to have to rebuild, and for those two individuals to have to really step up more in their leadership role, which they have to feel it uh, more than they ever have, um, is a testament to them uh, for uh, just wanting to be a part of something greater than themselves, and to share that experience with the new players, and hopefully it keeps us, uh, you know, from having to really start over year after year. Yeah, it it, it really does. And, and you know, now we've, we've gotten, um, you know, some of these girls that are, um, you know, starting their fourth year um, that have been here um, for for four, for four years. I know this is going to be um, – Tanya's fourth year. Um, I'm I'm not sure who else is who else has played that long. I know Haley uh, set out a year. Well, actually, what sucks for Haley, she set out a year the year that we won the championship. Uh, but Smiley, this is going to be Smiley's fourth year. She actually just joined our team at the very end of our, our of our very first year, but she started the next year. So this is her her. Um, fourth year as well. Um, there's not many of them. I'd, I'd have to look at a roster to, to tell you who they are, but uh, uh, there, there's not a lot of them. Uh, then there's several, uh, you know, three-year players. And uh, and like I said, it, you know, 
it's it's a great. Um, we couldn't win without any of them. No, no doubt about it. They're all um, they're all great in their own right. Uh, but what they go through as families and you know every each person. I mean, health wise. I mean, you know, just since I knew you, my health declined. Your health declined. We're getting older and and we don't even play. And then these women, you know, their body structures are different. And and we stay on them. You know, about staying in shape just for that simple reason. And and uh, for these girls to to last, you know, like they have, and for us, uh, you know, to play the caliber teams we played this year was really, uh, really um, was just amazing to me. Is, is because we we played so many dynamic players and uh, throughout the league. So, um, but it, it it's been a great thing, and I've had a lot of compliments on what we're doing here, and and like I said. With the way we handled um, stuff, um, you know, as far as the the news clippings and and that thing, and uh, so we're real excited um, about that. I did real quick. We got about ten minutes left. I, uh, talked a lot with Jessica Tweed there. How's the uh, how's the college top twenty five, uh, or at least the top ten or whatever, looking now after? After again all these upsets this week. Well, you know, tonight was the very first night that they released their first playoff rankings. Uh, no surprise, Alabama at first, uh, Clemson is at two, LSU's three, Notre Dame at four. On the outside looking in for the top for the five and six is Michigan at five, Georgia at six. Um, what I find interesting about this, Dave, is as I, I have I was jotting some stuff down as I was listening to you talk to Tweed, and I was looking at the records. Now, you got Alabama is at 8-0. and You have Clemson, 8-0. and LSU is 7-1. and um, And Notre Dame is 8-0. and Then you have Michigan and Georgia both at 7-1. and What I find interesting is their strength of schedule. Do you know that Alabama right now has only beaten one top 25 team, and that's Texas A&M? That's the only team that they've played that's in the top 25. Uh that that is that's kind of a remarkable to me. Uh, no one, or I should say, in the top twenty-five, beat in the top twenty-five. That's kind of remarkable to me. Um, that uh, that's the only team that they've played, and that was a big-time game when they were supposed to play down there in uh, in Texas. Um, right now, what's interesting to me also is that LSU seems to have the best resume. They have beaten Auburn, they've beaten Miami, they've beaten Florida, they've beaten Georgia, and they've beaten Mississippi State all of which are in the top 25. That's a heck of a resume, but they're the number three spot in the playoffs. And history shows us right now that if you're in the number three spot in the playoffs, you don't even make it to the playoffs when it's when it's all said and done. You lose a game and you're out. Well, I'm going I'm to say this, and, and yeah, I, I would say um, – because a lot of the teams, well, Alabama hasn't played LSU yet. I think they will beat LSU uh, pretty handed, handily, and then they have to play Auburn, uh, which a lot of these teams were, um, well, I mean, it's it's been a down year for Ole Miss and Mississippi State, and, and Texas A&M played, played good early. Uh, but Tennessee, I mean, they were just no match. My my thing is here is Alabama may have only played that one team that was was ranked, but they have taken care of the teams. They've taken 
care of business when they have played these teams. And I think we're going to see just how good they are when they play LSU and Auburn and then play in that uh, uh, SEC championship. Another thing I'm going to say is is Clemson, um, they look like they – uh, I know we talked about it after the first game or two that I thought they were undefeated, but they didn't look that good. They actually have gotten, in my opinion, gotten on track, and and I think they're going to be the team that, that can and maybe contend against Alabama because that quarterback can throw it downfield. And I believe that with everything in me that if you're going to beat Alabama, you have to uh, throw the ball down the field. Uh, I think that's where uh, they're the they're the weakest. So this is the college football rankings you just give us here. Yeah, one through four, one through six is how they six, how they yeah. uh, how they right. so they got the top right. four and the two looking out. Right. Well, Ohio State will probably beat Michigan. Um, nobody's going to beat Notre Dame. So, um, LSU, if they get beat by Alabama, uh, looks like Georgia uh, could, be, could be right back in there. The, the thing is, are they going to um, hold a, a, an SEC loss uh, against them because if they if Georgia runs that wins out runs the table and let's say they play Alabama in the SEC championship and if they lose they're going to be seven and two if they're in this top four are they going to be out if Alabama runs the table and they get beat by Georgia or and they're and they're only one loss even though they're the number one team are they going to be out um, you know there's a there's a lot to you know, that's up for uh, up for discussion there. Um, so I'm 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 anxious to see, um, you know, what happens, what goes on there. Uh, real quick, we've got about. Huh? No, I was going to say that you know Alabama can lose a game and still be in the top four for the playoffs. I don't think that they lose a game and they're knocked out. I think that I think that the the thing. The issue is is that if you're in the SEC and you're not Alabama and you're in the top four or five, if you lose a game, you're definitely out. So if LSU loses, I think they're gone. I think if Alabama loses, which is, is really not, a, I don't think going to happen, but I think even if Alabama loses at 8-1, they're still going to be in the top two, top three. Right. Well, tell me, yeah, NFL, we got about five minutes here left. Um, NFL, we know the Rams are are the number one team right now. They're unbeaten, and the, then the Chiefs. Who who is the, is third right now? Is the Patriots? They they the third team. Well, with the Patriots with their win uh, last night, they do move into that third best team. Um, and Tom Brady and, and I mean they seem right now they're clicking on all cylinders. Now they struggled against a, a pretty good defense in Buffalo. Uh, but, uh, you know, Tom Brady at 40 years old, 41 years old, he's out there making blocks like he's 22 years old. Um, so, you know, right now they seem to be that number three team. Right. Well, they who, who's the number? We've got first, second, third. Who, who's fourth, fifth, and sixth here? So as far as NFL, the top – teams in the NFL, you're going to have, obviously, you got the Rams, then you have the 
um, uh, Chiefs, and then after the Chiefs, it starts to really trickle down because in the NFC East, for example, you have the Redskins who right now they're in the like the fourth. So here's here's how it really breaks down. New England right now is at six and two. They're they're leading their conference. Pittsburgh's at four and two and they lead their conference. Houston's at five and three. They lead their conference. Both of these, all three of these teams that we've talked about right now are at least two games up. Kansas City is seven and one. They're three games up in their division. Uh, Washington right now is uh, at five and two, and they're two games up in their division. Chicago and Minnesota, which is that's the and that and the NFC North, seems to be the toughest battle because they got Chicago, Minnesota, and Green Bay. But right now, Chicago and Minnesota are at four and three apiece. And then you know New Orleans is, which is the other surprise there, is that they are playing really well. They're six and one, and they're two games up, or I'm sorry, one game up in their division. So, um, you know, when it, when you talk about the battles in division wise, you know the the, the Rams are running away with it. Um, the, the Chiefs seems like they're running away with it. Uh, the the battle down there in the NFC East, and then you have the NFC North. Uh, it's really going to be interesting to see how it comes out those divisions. Yeah, I think so. Well, Mike, hey, man, I appreciate you coming on, hanging on there while talking to Tweed and uh, talking with us. And uh, uh, we'll get after it this week and uh, try to teach you girls some more and get ready to play. Uh, appreciate you coming on here tonight, talking some uh, football with us, women's college and, and the pros. And, uh, uh, man, I uh, appreciate the job you're doing, the hard work. So thanks again for joining us. Yeah, man, I love it. I'll, uh, I'll see you on Sunday, brother. Okay, man. All right, folks, Coach Mike Wallace, uh, Tri-Cities Thunder, women's football. Um, we're about out of time here. I, I do want to thank uh, J.C. Hawk Sports Network giving us this golden opportunity. A lot of people probably don't think it is, uh, but it, it's a great opportunity for us as coaches, owners, women's football, followers, and, and all that. So uh, thanks, Eric. Um, next week, uh, we'll see what else we can drum up. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening all around, um, or no matter where you're at, and, and joining us every, uh, every Tuesday night here at 9 o'clock. So, uh, till next Tuesday night. Thanks, folks. We'll see you then.